We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So Monty Williams-Suns will defeat the Knicks for the second time this season. A wild game. Suns led by 13 early. Knicks come back. Led by as many as 11. But the Suns, with that run at the end of the third quarter and early in the fourth line, put things away in the fourth. Yeah, a bizarre sequence near the end of the quarter where the Knicks gave up points and gave the momentum back to the Suns as they went up by two. Suns scored two buckets in the final second of the third quarter and then Crowder with the early three in the fourth. Suns defeat the Knicks, 128 to 105. All right. That um that just about concludes a very strange game. Um fun game at times. Fun game at times, exciting game. Um game that made you feel pretty good as a Nick fan for <laughs> um let's see carry the one um like 22 minutes i think for about 22 23 minutes there you felt pretty amazing to be a nick fan there um obviously the knicks uh started out slow got down 21 to 8 and then uh it, right up until you know 2 minutes left to go in the third quarter they looked like they could beat anybody and they were beating anybody. They were beating the second-best team in the league in their building, um, and they were up by seven with two minutes to go. And then it all went to shit. Um, and obviously, they you know they ended up losing this game by 20. It got away from them at the end. Um, what went wrong? Um, uh, you know, I think we have a tendency after games 
although we haven't had a lot of games like this in a while, just generally when you lose a game um, and there's a sustained stretch of play in which your team gets their doors blown off, there's a tendency to be like, all right, how did we fuck up? And, you know, I'm not saying the Knicks didn't fuck up during that that period of time. I thought their their defense struggled, but their defense struggled to, out of the gate. Their defense struggled um, at the start. Like basically, when the Suns had their had their guys in and and they had it going, the Knicks were having all kinds of problems containing the Suns' ball handlers, um, and and they never figured out quite how to corral them. And it was leading to open threes, and it was leading to open DeAndre uh, Ayton, you know, attempts by the rim, and. Um, you know, I think part of it is just tipping your cap to to Phoenix. They're a really good fucking team. You know, they're, they're you like <laughs> it's been sixty eight whatever games now for the Suns. This is not smoke and mirrors. They are absolutely a contender. They're a problem. They're going to be a problem in the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to win. You know, in the West, but they're a really good team. You know, and it, it's you know when when <sighs> the Knicks have become a team not become a team they've been a team when they've been at their best all year they've been a team that feeds off of its guys that create matchup advantages and that's julius randall and that's Derek rose and it's emmanuel quickly and they didn't have one of those guys tonight and it hurt um emmanuel quickly's you know not being there tonight hurt a lot i think alec burks obviously not being there tonight hurt a lot um, you know, late in the third, early in the fourth quarter, they were relying on RJ Barrett to get them offense. Um, RJ had a really nice night from deep, did not have the best night from, from close range and around the rim. And there was just a stretch there where he was having trouble finishing and they were having problems on the other end. And all of a sudden it was just a snowball and the game got away from them. I don't really know what else there is to say other than that. You know, Rose was on fire in the first half. I have nothing but good things to say about Derrick Rose, but, like, he didn't really have it there in the second half either. Um, you know, and let's just call a spade a spade. We were all excited to see Frankie uh, Frankie Smokes, French Prince, whatever your, whatever your preferred nickname is, come in tonight and get a chance to do some stuff and – when he was out there, they were playing, you know, five on four on offense. Because if, if Frank's not hitting threes, Frank doesn't really give you anything. So that's where the game got away from them um, in the late third and the early fourth quarter. Was there anything else I could have done with the guys that were out tonight? I'm not really sure. You know, Julius obviously picked up his fourth foul there in the third quarter. That didn't help. Um, you know, and and look. Keep things in perspective. The Knicks lost to again the second best team in the league in their building. Um, is that anything to be ashamed of? No. Um, would you have liked them to maybe make one more run to keep this thing close? Uh, you know, until the last couple of minutes. Yes. Is it disappointing how the turn game turned out? Absolutely. Does it put pressure on them to win one of these next two games? Absolutely. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a shitty, it's a shitty night. Some things to be excited about. Obviously I haven't mentioned Obi Toppin yet. I would argue that by far the most exciting thing to be, um, happy about tonight is Obi's performance. 
real solid minutes from Obi, but you know, we'll focus on the game first. And it was, it was not a good result for the Knicks. Um, I'm going to go through the super chat as I open up the, uh, the good old zoom here. I imagine this is going to be another quick one for uh, coach Tibbs. I'm not sure what there really is for him to say about this one, but we'll, uh, we'll listen in and maybe we'll get a question. We'll see. Uh, okay. Starting off with the super chat, Don Cappuccini. Thank you so much, Dom, for your always generous contributions here. The other night was a throwaway, but tonight is a bit more concerning to me for some reason. I think IQ and Burke's absence mean much more. Um, so lack of focus on D late. What's your impression going forward? I don't, you know, for me, it's tough to say that when you give up a lot of points to this team at home with their ball handlers and, and you know, this much of a well-oiled machine, I, I can't I can't say it's a lack of focus. I think it's a lack of execution for sure. Um, I'm sure Tibbs is going to talk about that in the post game about how it's a lack of execution. Um, I thought their focus was fine. You know, I this is this team is really tough to play against. Um, did they did they let their offensive struggles get to them a little bit tonight on defense? Sure, I think that's fair. But like, do I think the Knicks defense is like falling apart late in the season? No, I don't. I think their their defense is. All year has been contingent on, you know, we're gonna we're gonna focus on making life tough in the paint, making life tough at the rim, getting hard contests on the perimeter. You know, they didn't do as good a job of it tonight as they have during some other nights during the year, but this team's a problem. Um, the Suns, I mean, they're a real problem. So I I I I think the Suns won this game as much as the Knicks lost this game. That's my two cents. I, I always look at the glass half full, so take what I say with a grain of salt. But that's that's my impression. Um, Stevens Guillaume, we get no calls. It's getting ridiculous. I'm not going to blame this one on the refs. I, you know, I, I noticed a couple things in the Super Chat about the refs. Could they have gotten a better whistle? Sure. You know, you could always get a better whistle. That's not why they lost this game. You know, it, it's um, – they got beat. They, they got beat convincingly. Um, DDD. Right, DDD one three seven. We allowed too many open threes. It was so painful. Yeah, I mean, they, yes, of course they allowed too many open threes, but they were having such problems containing these ball handlers. Um, they have such res- they had such respect for Paul and they had such respect for Booker, and I think the game plan tonight was we're not going to let Chris Paul and Devin Booker beat us. And look at the box score. Um, Denver Phoenix scored 128 points. Devin Booker had 16. Chris Paul had 17. So Chris Paul and Devin Booker combined to score 33 out of Phoenix's 128 points. So I had granted Chris Paul had 11 assists. Um, Devin Booker only had three assists, but I bet if you go back and watch, he had a ton of hockey assists, is what I'm betting. Um, point is. The game plan was pretty clearly, we are not going to let those guys beat us. We are going to make the rest of the Phoenix Suns beat us tonight. And, hey, guess what? The rest of the Phoenix Suns beat you tonight. Um, and, yeah, is it painful to see Mikal Bridges do what he did? Ended up with 16 points. DeAndre Aiden, I mean, you know, you want to see why the guy was picked over fucking uh, Luka Doncic? That's 
he, he's never going to be obviously better than Luca. Uh, but that's why the guy was picked first overall on a really good draft. He could do some stuff. So, you know, again, some of this comes down to tipping your cap. Um, they had a game plan. It didn't work. It is what it is. Um, let's keep going here. Uh, Rich McLeod, five techs and a flagrant the last two games, and Knicks are losing their cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I, I Yeah, sure, they're frustrated because I think, especially during the win streak, the Knicks started to feel like, hey, we're a contender. You know, if we were sitting here talking about like, wait a minute, are the Knicks can the Knicks fuck around and win like a playoff series or two? You better believe they were thinking it. And when you go into other teams' buildings and you and you get your doors blown off um, at various points of the game, yeah, I'm sure it got it has gotten under their skin. And I'm going to be, you know, we'll, we'll see how they respond. I, I don't think that's an unfair comment. Is it something that I'm worried about? No, uh, Adam Tibbs just got out coached. Offense had no uh, answer in the second half. Listen, Adam, um, you know, I love you, but <laughs> they have the same offensive personnel as they did to start the season. Um, Phoenix Suns have two of the – fuck, I don't know. They have two of the eight best perimeter talents in the entire sport and a guy who went number one in the draft. Um couple of years ago, good draft, and a guy who went 10 in that draft and should have gotten fucking eighth because we should have picked him um, or whatever it was, nine and 10, whatever McCall went. Um, they're really good. Jay Crowder, really good fucking player. Campaign, really awesome player. Like, Tibbs, let's, let's not forget uh, however many games this team wins by the end of the year, 39, 40, 41, whatever it ends up being. Tibbs is still making chicken shit out of chicken salad. He has one, one premium creator on his team, and that's Julius Randle. And then he has a guy in Derrick Rose who has some moments where he calls it back to, you know, 10 years ago. But other than that, you know, I mean, in the NBA, you, you know, you, I'll, I'll say a guy got out coached when he has all the pieces. Tibbs ain't got the pieces. He's been making the most of the pieces that he got. And, and look, Third quarter, end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, he gave the ball to R.J. Barrett, and he said, okay, R.J. Barrett, be our creator in this moment. And R.J. Barrett, you know, he had some issues. I'm not putting that on R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's a 20-year-old kid learning the ropes in the NBA. Um, he's made leaps and bounds. I'm not just talking about the three-pointer. Defense, I, I love the way he's improved as a creator this year around the rim. Just, you know, he could do it tonight. It is what it is. I don't think Tibbs got out coached. I don't think Tibbs ever gets out coached. You know, I think he's he does what he does with what he's got. Uh, Stevens again. Sons a second round exit. Sent Peyton to the moon. I, I fucking Peyton man. He just offers nothing. He just it's so it's so it's the, the offense. I don't even care about the offense anymore. The offense is what it is. But 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 to watch him, it, there, there's almost a sick joy I get now at this point watching him get cooked on defense. And again, I, I I don't put this on Tibbs. I think Tibbs is saying the thing that is easiest for him to say, which is the whole defensive purposes nonsense. This goes deeper than Tibbs, and 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 we know that. Um, but the, but the fact that there are people who purport to be intelligent basketball analysts who will look at Alfred Payton and say he gives you a lot, he gives you something on defense. Watch that fucking game tonight. I mean, Christ. Um, 
Brian Carter. The Suns outworked us plain and simple. That being said, Jay Crowder needs to be snuffed in the mouth. Again, like, I, I think it's easy to look at uncontested threes and say the Knicks got outworked, but you have to recognize the game plan. The game plan, yes, could they have gotten out harder on some of these threes? I, I'm sure, I imagine they could have. I think the Knicks played really hard tonight. You know, um, I mean, did they give up a ton of offensive rebounds? I mean, I haven't looked at it. They gave up – Knicks gave up seven offensive rebounds. You know, I mean, there was a little bit of sloppiness. Obviously, the RJ thing at the end of the third quarter was disheartening. You hate to see that. It is what it is. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna push back a little bit. I, I don't – I didn't see a team get outworked tonight. I saw a team that was up by seven against a really good fucking team with a couple minutes left to go in the third quarter on the road. And then they just, you know, they got hit in the mouth and they couldn't respond. Outworked. I, I, I didn't see outworked. Oh, you know, all due respect um, to, to, to that sentiment. Um, okay. What else we got here going? Wow. We got a lot. Okay. Um, Tim Kim. RJ needs a 20-piece combo. Um, <laughs> 20-piece. I could go for a 20-piece combo. A ref to get some respect and some calls. Wow, that was painful to watch. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of calls. He doesn't get a lot of calls. That much I agree with. RJ, the um, he got called for an offensive foul there on the drive with Crowder. That was the one call above all else that I thought was nonsense. He gets. He doesn't get a lot of respect, but at the same time, still has to learn how to draw these fouls. Um, forgotten NYC. Julius is honestly starting to lose me the past five games. I can't with this. Um, he's starting to turn into mellow level ball hog and flat out doesn't try on D anymore. Man, I I I I, I, I we must be watching different games. Uh again. They are asking Julius Randall. He he was eight of sixteen tonight. He only took sixteen shots. He got had 24 points on 16 shots. Um, and he got four assists, got 11 boards. They are asking him to be the offense for 38, 40 minutes a night. When he has a matchup, that's a that's a matchup he could take advantage of. He shoots and he calls his own number. And guess what? If you're a top 15 guy in this league, and Julius has absolutely played like a top 15 guy in this league, um, that's what you do. And if you draw the extra man or you don't have the matchup that you want, you kick it out, and that's what Julius is doing. Um, does he conserve energy at times on defense? Yeah, he'll conserve a little bit of energy at times on defense. Go find me, a, a, again, a top 15 player who doesn't do that. Um I, I cannot ask Julius Randle to do a single blessed thing more than he's doing. I know everybody's frustrated. Guys, like, I know you're frustrated. I know everyone loved the 12 out of 13. I get it. But this team still is what it is. This team still has the talent it has and doesn't have the talent it doesn't have. Um, to start to point fingers and to make outlandish comments is not where we need to be right now. Um, all due respect, I, I, again, I, I get it's frustrating, but we were never, 
you know, and I look, I was the one who was putting out the stats, best net rating, the whole thing for, for the month of, of net rating. That was not the Knicks. That was the Knicks having a fucking amazing month. We are where we are. We're a team that's somewhere between the ninth and 12th, 13th, 14th best team in the league. Um, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Anthony Sixto, uh, one concerning thing from the last two games, the loss of composure. You know, again, this is echoing what was said earlier, especially for a guy like Gibson. Yeah, Chris Paul gets under your skin. Chris Paul's been getting under this guy's skin for 15 years. That's one area I thought they had uh, grown out of. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully they they um, hopefully they grow out of it from uh, from here on in. Um, PKNY, kudos to Monty Sun's defense, boxed in Rose Barrett, Julius in the second half. And the Suns won without Paul Booker. Big Knights, not mad if he wins Coach of the Year. Yeah, I mean, he, listen, if he gets it, he gets it. I, I still would give it to Tibbs for all the stuff I've just talked about, but, you know, it's it's fair. Um, Stevens, again, last Super Chat. Thank you so much for the contribution, Stevens. What could we have done differently tonight? Make more shots? I don't know. Um, the game plan didn't work. Um don't double as much. Don't double. Don't double Paul. Don't double Booker as much. Challenge those guys to beat you. You know, they're they're two top twenty players. Um, it didn't work. Um, you know, it is what it is. Chad Cohen passing up bridges for Knox is starting to really bite us. I mean, it's been biting us for years. And hope we can make the moves to offset that going forward. So do I. Good comment. Bad eyesight. Um. Knicks weren't matching the physicality of Phoenix in the fourth. That's why I like Ty. Uh, that's why I like Taj's foul. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not gonna go crazy over the Taj foul. Meanwhile, I think my Wi-Fi is shitty here because I'm not getting um, the press conference on my phone. But um, oh well. Um, Greg, film stuff. Phoenix is just farther ahead of an or- of the or- of an organization than we are. And this loss just shows the levels to this. The Knicks aren't there yet. And playing against Bridges just highlights one of our hopes that we have to fix in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, look, I think if Burks was healthy, you, you would have watched Bacal tonight and it would have been like, all right, not a huge deal. With Frank, I mean, it, Frank and Knox, right? Frank was out there tonight, didn't do anything on offense. Knox can't get on the court because he doesn't do enough. Um, McCall's doing what McCall's doing. All right, here we go. We got coach. I'll get to the rest of the Super Chat in a bit. Hi, everyone. Coach is here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you into the room. Steph Bondi. Um, sequence at the end of the third quarter, uh, what happened there? Was that just a loss of concentration from RJ? And, and how big was that play in terms of momentum? We're up 88-81 with a minute to go in the third. So, obviously, we didn't close the quarter the way we would have liked. And against a team like that, you know, you got to play for 48 minutes. One minute, that game changed. Hey, Popper. Hey, Tom, can you explain to us any, any of what seemed to be happening there in the fourth with Taj and Chris and Julius? And it was a physical game. Got, you know, guys get tangled up. It's part of the game. Mark Berman. Yeah, it just seemed that there was some uh, tempers flaring. It looked like Chris and you were chatting a little bit. Also, what about, I mean, this is the first time you really chatting. faced a pretty big crowd. What do you think yeah. of the atmosphere? Uh, you know, obviously it's 
issue was the, the corner threes that they were able to generate. Um, why was that breakdown kind of just happening over and over for you guys tonight defensively? Well, you know, and again, it's, you know, when you have a guy like uh, Booker who's going to put enormous pressure on you, you got to decide, you know, what you're going to do. And anytime you put two on the ball, it's, you know, you, you have to take care of the player and then the paint and then react out and cover the line. And, you know, I want to get a look at him and we probably could have closed a little bit harder than we did. But, uh, you know, I want to see that. And the, the same thing with Chris. Chris Paul is going to put a lot of pressure on you with the pick and roll. So, you know, you, you have to give him a lot of, of attention as well. So, um, you know, our defense, obviously, you know, I, I thought up for three quarters was pretty good. And, you know, the fourth quarter, second half, it wasn't as good as we would have liked. Um, and, you know, you can make a case that they're as good as anyone in the West. So we felt that we would have to play well for 48 minutes to, to win. And for three quarters, I thought we were pretty good. Bondi? Uh, did you understand why, why Chris Paul was going? It seemed like he was trying to talk to you after the ties incident. Do you know uh, so, You know, no big deal. Mark Berman. I don't know if we'll see you tomorrow, but uh, I mean, this trip doesn't get that much easier with the Los Angeles game. You don't say, Mark. How do you, you know, view these two coming up? Not worried about both of them, just worried about the next one. So, you know, uh, I like these games for our team. Uh, I think it, it shows us uh, where we are and the things we have to work on. And uh, that old saying about iron sharpens iron. And so uh, hopefully we can improve and uh, it'll help us down the road. Next question, Steve Popper. Hey, Tom, some of the guys had talked after the Denver game about wanting to throw a first punch today and getting out quickly, and I think you guys were down 20. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
coach. Thank you, coach. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what else he's supposed to say. Um, Greg film stuff again, just finishing up that comment. Yeah. I mean, the Suns. there's a reason the Suns had a, I think they had an over under of 41 games, 41 and a half wins, uh, before the year started and we were 21 and a half, um, or whatever they had. They were, they had something in the high thirties maybe, but whatever it was far ahead of us. Yeah. They're far ahead of us. Um, but you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. That's why I'm like, I'm not. I'm not going to go nuts over this one. I'm not going to go nuts over this one. I mean, I, or, or the last one even, um, but there is pressure these next two games. Um, I'm, I'm not saying like they have to win one of these next two games, but, and again, what is a must win in this season that everything is already gravy, but if they want to, if they want to continue on the trajectory that they set, I almost think they have to win one of these next two because I, I'm sorry. I have a lot of trouble seeing them sweeping that three-game homestand at the end. Those are three good teams. And I know the Spurs have been struggling. I know the Hornets are without Gordon Hayward, and they've been a little up and down. I know – and, you know, Boston fucking got their doors blown off tonight, thank God, um, to make this night not a complete loss in, in Chicago. But, like, to win all three of those games, that's asking a lot. And this team's given us a lot all year, but, you know, I, I really do. I feel like getting one of these next two is going to be is going to be pretty important. Um, Leo Skorupski, thank you so much for your contribution to the Super Chat. We appreciate it very much. Um, I heard I saw something about rat cutlets. Um, I understand there was some some discussion of rats and raccoons involving the Met game tonight. I don't really know what happened. I think it was something after. Francisco Lindor hit a home run, but uh, I I don't I don't I'm I'm good with the rat cutlets. I do have a chicken cutlet that's been sitting in my fridge for a few days that I'm probably going to heat up after this one. Uh, ML Nair uh, losing quickly in Burks was their addition with their addition of Crowder was huge. Absolutely, completely agree. Excellent comment. Um, also, seeing Bridges continue to progress just rubs salt in our wounds. Yeah, I'm going to take a sip of scotch after that one. You know, I've been saying. On these, I've been writing it, I've been tweeting it, I've been fucking pigeon messenger carrying it. Emmanuel quickly, it doesn't even fucking matter if he's hitting shots. When he is out there, good things happen. They play better when he is out there. It is not an accident that he has by far, by far, by a fucking mile, the best plus minus of any rookie in the league. Um, and they, yes, they missed him tonight. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy you said that. Uh, DDD 137, the way the third quarter ended up sapping all our momentum. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, nothing was falling for us after that. I, I yeah, I, I, uh, I completely agree that it, 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 absolutely. The RJ play at the end of the third quarter fucking hurt a lot. Um, it hurt a lot. Yeah, there's no other way to say it. And he'll learn from that. He'll learn from that. He'll never forget that. So that's a good thing. Um, and, um, you know, it was right after he gave up baseline in that play in the third quarter. Or uh, the second quarter? Third quarter? I forget. Whatever. But he, he made a few mistakes tonight. And he'll learn. Because he's he. that's what he does. He learns. Joe DeSanto. Fun fact. Monty Williams is a first-round pick by the Knicks. I do actually I remember that. Uh, along with Charlie Ward in 1994, yes. And then they had three first-round picks a couple years later. Um, 
John Wallace, Walter McCarty, and I forget who the third guy was. John Wallace, Walter McCarty, somebody type in who the third guy was. Um, the corner three. Burks was needed. I love Frank, but Frank gave us nothing off. He gave you less than nothing offensively. Makes you wonder about his future. Also love to see Obi shooting it. Look, for, I'm, I'm done. Frank had some nice moments this year. Um, I, whatever. He's He is what he is. I mean, this he had an opportunity tonight. This is a big opportunity, and he didn't do anything with it. You want to tell me it's not fair? He's only getting spot minutes. You know, um, situational player, this and that. I, look, I still think he's going to be a player in this league. Dante Jones. Thank you, Mr. Claudio. Oh, uh, man, Dante Jones. Uh, there's a name. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't want to I don't want to hear any more about. I don't want to hear any more about Frank. Um, PKNY, time to dream. If we took the floor with Lowry starting and Burks quickly off the bench, would we have closed the deal on this game? Yeah, probably. Uh, and gone plus 500 on this trip. I, I think, look, put name any fucking decent point guard. Top 10, top 12 point guard in the league. Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, you know, even Lonzo Ball. Um, anybody. Put them on this team. It's a different, it's a different team. It's a different team. It's a, it's a, it's a contender. Um, might not win it all, but contender. Uh, forgotten NYC. I'm just getting around to your response. Uh, all right, Mac, my bad for the overreaction. It's okay. Listen, man, I, I, I get pissed off too. I, I get pissed off and it, it, it's tough because you, this team has, has changed the goalposts so much. Um, you know, and when they, and, and when they lose by 20, it's like, something's gotta be wrong. And, 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 you know, the truth is, is in between, I think. Um, and Knicks fan PTSD is flaring up a lot right now. Hit, look, again, the takeaway from tonight is like, yeah, can the Knicks clean shit up? Absolutely. The, the Suns are really good. And, and, and we sitting here this year should take solace in the fact that the Suns added one guy to a really good core, uh, an exciting core, but, uh, you know, a core that was a ways away. And now, you know, could it, yeah, maybe they get bounced in the first round. But if if you if we're sitting here in two months and the Phoenix Suns are in the and in the th- fucking finals, nobody should be surprised. That's a damn good team uh, that beat us. So you know, and Tibbs essentially admitted as much. Uh, Robert McGinley, I know that no one wants to hear this, but losses like this and on Wednesday are what build your grid as a team. They absolutely do, absolutely do. This is part of the process. You don't go from zero to sixty in the NBA. Um, it just doesn't happen. Um, you you got to take the steps, and this is you know it's part of the steps. I don't think we should overreact here. Thank you, I agree with that. Um, catching up on the rest of the super chat, uh, I think I'm almost caught up. Um, Varunsky's take: Would you like to see Luca Vildoza get uh, go before the playoffs begin? Um, I, I yes, but he's not going to. Tibbs said as much before the game. Um, do you think it would be logistically feasible? Whether it is or not, Tibbs. He said it before the game. He said it's a summer thing. He said we'll take the offseason to assess him. We're not going to see Luca this season. And and quite frankly, I think it would be a, a bit odd if it, I as look. I want to build the rocket ship as much as anyone. Um, but I would at this point, if you if you stick Peyton in 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 um, in mothballs, 
go with go with the guys you got. You know, um, go with a nine-man rotation, basically. Um, uh, Michael Barita, Cullets are for winners. <laughs> yes, they are. Seriously, we need to be honest. We would all have signed up for this being at this. Oh, I mean, God. If, if, if you would have told me, if you would have told me before the season that I'd be sitting here, like, genuinely upset. Because as much as I'm putting trying to put lipstick on a pig, this this loss sucks. I, I, I hate this. Um, but that I'm sitting here upset. And we're 30 – what are we? What are we, 37 and – I don't even know what the fuck we are. We have 37 wins. <laughs> we have 37 wins. We have 37 wins. Um, I'm not – I can't overreact too much to this one. Um, not after the year we've had. Um, and visual variant. With RJ's improved outside shot, how would you feel about adding the Rose in this offseason? Um, and I'm just noticing Stanley Mann, who I see has been uh, pumping up the chat here. Let's hope we don't embarrass ourselves in LA. I don't think they embarrass themselves in either of these two games. And I, I don't think they're going to embarrass themselves. The, 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 that's, that's to me, the Knicks fan PTSD is, and I had it up until recently. Were you worried they're going to come out and they're just going to be like, Oh my God, it's the old Knicks. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't think I saw the old Knicks tonight. Um, all right, we got Julius. I'll get to the the, oh, the super chat comment and the DeRozan thing. Julius, these two games back to back after you guys have that strong start to the season. I mean, what do you make of them and coming in succession like this? That Julia said Jay Crowd is a front runner. Thank you, Julius. Thank you, Julius. I love you know, um 
man, I'm so happy this guy is here. I really am. Uh, he, I, I just, I really like Julius Randle. Um, so shout out to him. Um, okay, I'm gonna finish up with the super chat, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the fucking bed. Um, so visual variant at the Rosen point again. I, I've made this point about the Rosen before, and I know people don't want to hear it. If you give Tom Thibodeau good basketball players, he's gonna figure out how to make the best use of them. And if you and, and this team needs desperately, desperately needs another creator, a guy who can generate offense from nothing. Because right now they have one and a half of those guys. Julius Randle's the one. Derrick Rose is the half. I love R.J. Barrett. He's not at the point yet where he could generate offense out of nothing. Um, he gets some nice drives and he converts some of those looks. We're not there yet. I, I am not calling him an engine yet. He is miles ahead of where he was last year. And do I think R.J. Barrett could be an offensive creator as soon as next season? Absolutely. Okay. Even if he is like part of an offensive creator or like 75% of an offensive creator, you add him onto Randall, you know, bring back Paul, you're still missing something. DeRozan could be that guy. DeRozan could be that guy. I don't give a shit that he can't hit threes. Everybody else now can hit threes. They're already playing, you know, uh, with only three uh, creators in the start or uh, floor spacers in the starting lineup. That's not what's hurting them. What's hurting them is Peyton being terrible. So put DeRozan in for in for Peyton if you want to go that route. Um, I just don't know if they're going to actually, you know, run him at point guard. If you're not going to run him at point guard, then it's a little less exciting for me because then you're talking about running him next to Barrett and you still need the point guard position. So, you know, unless you're, unless you're going to start quickly and you're going to do um, quickly DeRozan-Barrett um, RJ, uh, sorry, uh, Randall, um, and then whoever your center is, you know, that, that team could score some points, um, and be, you know, I, I don't love the perimeter defense. Um, but again, these are, t- these are tough questions. I, I personally, if they got DeRozan, I'd run him out there as the, as the point guard. Why not? Um, that's my two cents. Uh, Jose Rodriguez, Alfred Payton is atrocious. Yes, he is. That's all. 37 wins. Um, thank you, Jose, for that contribution. We appreciate it. Greg Filmstuff with another comment. Thank you again, Greg Filmstuff. You're you're really the, the generosity in these, especially after losses where we all feel like shit. Um means a lot. Um, and we appreciate it. Um, everybody chill. We can't swing emotions off every loss. New York is not supposed to be here. We lost to a team who will be contending for a title. New York was in the lottery last year and we were exceeding expectations. We will be fine. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get to you, Andrew. Um, it's a testament. If, if anybody needs help falling asleep tonight. Um, and again, I, I feel on one hand, silly saying that, but on the other hand, I know you're all as crazy as me and this, this shit gets to you <laughs> way more than it should. If anybody needs help falling asleep tonight, um, we're sitting here complaining about and, and I'm 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 bummed about it too. We're we're upset about a loss on the road to the second best team in the league that they were winning by seven late in the third quarter. And we're genuine genuinely bummed out about this. If you needed any evidence of how far this team has come this year 
Um, that's that's it to me. Um, David Futternick, I'm gonna get my chicken collar. I I'm a little hungry, and I got a, something to wash down all this scotch. Lastly, okay, well, I'm gonna take one more, and then I'll do lastly. Macri, who's your favorite prospect in this year's draft besides the top five? Um, for us. I'll go Keon Johnson. I think Keon Johnson is the highest ceiling of everybody else in the draft, other than the top five. So I'll go him. Um, I want to give a shout out to Andrew Claudio, our producer. Andrew Claudio got his um, second second vaccine shot. Andrew Claudio, it hit him hard. It hit him like you know, having to watch twenty four straight hours of Alfred Payton play basketball, maybe worse. Um, Alfred Payton team up with Enos Cantor to play basketball for, for 24 straight hours. And he gutted it out and he's going to flip this and turn it around into a podcast. And he's going to produce our podcast tomorrow and the locker room tomorrow. And, uh, Andrew Claudio, you are a, you are a gentleman and a scholar. This is Andrew's flu game. Um, we love Andrew Claudio here. He is a bigger part of what we do at KFS than I am, than I am. Um, I just, I get to drink and, and talk. Um, he actually does the hard stuff. So, um, shout out to you, Andrew. Um, and shout out to everybody here, um, who is staying up with me past one. A- My God, is it fucking 1am? Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to answer one more. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Alex Goldberg, how many of the last five do we have to win to stay out of the play? And I, I think they got to get three games. I think they got to get three games. Um, because I think, uh, Boston probably splits with Miami and I, they have a couple other winnable ones and then they play us. I, I, I think they have to get three. I think the Knicks have to get three. So we'll see. Can they get three of the last five? We'll find out. See everybody on locker room tomorrow at um, 11 a.m. And uh, see you after the game on uh, Sunday. Uh, hit the thumbs up if you haven't already. We appreciate it. And I'm going to go have a, a chicken collet. And uh, salute to Andrew. All right. Adios, everybody. The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com